0: like there's something really powerful in acknowledging that you're, you're going to break your word. Yes. Just saying, Hey, I'm going to be breaking my word or I have broken my word. Yes. You like, like just that acknowledgement of it for the vast majority of your relationships that in and of itself will clean it up. Right. It won't always like, like if you do it over and over again, certainly won't clean it up every single time. But when you do it, like, and it happens, and it's truly not an issue of habit, but rather just an issue of something happened and stood yes. in your way, people recognize that and go, got it, thank you. Yes. And, and literally, that cleans up. A lot of times, that can mitigate the impact significantly.
1: Welcome. I'm really, really excited about the upcoming podcast. Um, It is to start year three of the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. And we are talking about something that literally will make all the difference in your life. As a leader, as a son, daughter, sister, brother, uh, father, mother, you know, human in the world is the power of your word and how integrity is going to make your life work incredibly well, or you're gonna have a lot of lot more challenges than you need. And so, so Patrick Lalonde, the vice president of the student works management program, and I do a real deep dive on integrity and how it's going to work for you as a student, you as a, you know, in your relationships, you in your business, all the different impacts. And uh, it's really an amazing conversation. Good chance you might want to rewind it, listen to it a couple of times to really get all that we share. And if you don't, it's okay, especially if you're in our program, we're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep working on it with you because this is something that I just so believe makes all the difference in somebody's lives is living your word, being your word, because it makes all the difference in the world. And as leaders, and that's what we're up to here, creating leaders, you know, when leaders say things, things happen. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's a while before we're really recruiting for uh, next season uh, because our recruiting is wrapped up officially. And um, we'd love if you shared our, our podcast with other young leaders who are, who are up to things and are looking for an opportunity, maybe in the uh, season of 2022. And we start recruiting for that uh, in the summer of 2021. So have yourself a fantastic day. And I know you're going to love this podcast. So, Patrick, really excited to be starting the new year with one of the most important concepts that really we coach and work on and develop our young leaders here at the student works management program.
0: Yeah, Chris, I'm excited to be talking about the same thing. And, and actually, um, I, I would even go as far as to say that this is the most important concept that people will learn about in their entire lives, whether yeah. it's here at this program in terms of helping them be successful in their business, totally true yeah, and also just in their lives. this is yeah. this is the foundation of everything. If you don't have integrity, you don't have anything. Like everything else falls apart around it. So yeah. I think I think this is this is a big uh, conversation we're going to have today.
1: yeah, I know I'm excited. and the and the great thing as well is is we'll we'll put this onto our learning platform. so so again, i i I make up that that well, at least our, are really really willing operators will go and re-listen and make sure they get it and and new operators will continue to listen just because again there's you know and if I look at my life and I see it grow and develop and get better and better and work better and better so much of it is around integrity so what I wanted to do is is first of all I wanted to to. Credit uh, landmark, landmark education worldwide. So we believe uh, in, and we really follow Landmark's definition of integrity. Okay, so it's a different definition than than many of our young leaders will have defined integrity as. So first of all, we want to start with here's what integrity is for Patrick and I. So, integrity is the state or condition of being whole and complete, perfect, sound, unimpaired lacking no component parts for a person integrity is a matter of keeping one's word nothing more nothing less and there are two aspects of keeping your word oh sorry there are two aspects of integrity keeping your word and honoring your word so why don't we sort of just talk about that definition of integrity what shows up for you patrick
0: well i think at the core because uh, i I find I've always found the definition, the intro to the definition to be really long. Okay but It can really be boiled down to just keeping your word and and if you can't keep your word like doing something about it, like acknowledging right. it or all of the things that come along with what they call honoring your word. But really, that's all it is. is it's right. just learning that like there's one thing that are gonna either make things work or make things not work in your life. And it's just if you do what you say, and and act accordingly like so right. you give your word to things and then you follow through not because of the reasons that you gave your word like not because oh well i said this because i wanted that but now this has changed so now i'm not going to do that anymore like ignoring all of the reasons that go behind justifying the action behind it but just right. because you gave your word yes and it's just as simple as that if you give your word you do it right and it's like letting go of the reasons like, is it, cause it kind of takes like a, it's like a release almost. And it's very, I think it's a lot less stressful. Like it's very calming to just know that I, I'm just going to do that because I said I was going to do it. Yes. Yeah. You know, Oh, Oh, hold on. But what about, well, I just, I said I was going to do it. So this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. But there's a better way we could do it. This, and there's this, da, 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 da. But, but I said I was going to do this. It's like,
1: there really so is easy. a lot of strength to that. I said I was going to wake up at six forty-five. The alarm goes off, and I don't hit the snooze alarm. I wake up at six forty-five. I said I was going to work out. I go work out. You, you take out, as you mentioned, the reason I'm tired. I really don't feel like it right now. You know, great people who live great lives don't let their feelings get in the way. You know, that's why. That's why it's it's people need to understand motivation. Is not what you want to live your life on, because many times we feel motivated. I'm feeling quite motivated here. I'm chatting with Patrick, doing this great yeah. podcast. I'm very excited. And I know that not always am I motivated. And so if, if Chris Thompson only shows up when he's motivated, then Chris Thompson will live you know a of, of three-quarters or 80 percent of the life that he would otherwise live. you know, And I don't want that. So I want to show up because I said I would. You know, I want to do what I say just because I said I would. And just, just, you know, that, that space, I really love looking at that, that core. I think
0: also like, even just in what you said there, you're like, Hey, if I don't, if I keep my word 80% of the time, I'm going to live 80% of the life I would have lived. I'd actually challenge that. I don't think it's a linear relationship. I think it's way more exponential than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think if you're, if you're like out 10% of the time you're going to lead like 40% less of the life that you could live. Like the, the yeah. difference is so incredible yeah. in just always being there because the impacts of not like of not of giving your word and not doing it are like they're, they, they don't correlate directly. Like they'll, they'll kind of linger. They'll sit there. They'll, they can have like far, far reaching impacts. Like, like just not getting a job or a promotion, Like the impacts that that can have on your life over 20 years, because at 20, you didn't get that job are exponentially big compared to that one deadline that you missed.
1: Yeah. No, by the way, I thank you for for putting that in. I remember um, one of my very successful friends and she was saying, if someone did that in my organization, that would be that. Like it was like, it, and I I don't want to talk about what that was, but it was not an enormous breach of integrity, but it was like, that's it. It's, it's over, you know, and, and maybe not that moment it's over, but there's no, th- that person doesn't have a future in my organization. So it's, it's seeing and really understanding that. And, and there are some things as well, where, where, you know, again, it's in a, in a partnership, a uh, betrayal of trust, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a Marriage betrayal of trust and, uh, you know, all these things like no one one slip up and there's a real chance or likelihood that your your partnership can never regain what it had, you know, so so it's it's I thank you for putting that in you are 100% right and that that you may not see it. And, and th- this is one of the great things, as I've told you many times, Pat, I think I'm 28, you know, I'm still convinced I'm 28, but, but really, cause I've never moved out of the milieu of early 20 year olds. I get what it's like to be the age I am or the linear age I am or calendar yeah. age I am and still 28. And so I, I understand that, that, you know, Hey, when I was 18, 19 or 20, I didn't see it the same way about these decisions that we make, you know, like, cause, cause, cause again, we're going to be tested by, by customers who, 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 uh, will offer us to do things that aren't, aren't maybe, sorry, aren't correct are out of integrity or, 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 or do things that are out, out of integrity and the impact that can have. Um, you know, I remember, I remember, um, business dealings. Uh, I remember uh, some alumni were saying that they were looking to close a business deal with a, with a pretty sizable company. And all of a sudden, they found a, an alumnus who had worked with our business before, but they didn't feel comfortable with the level of integrity that he participated in his business. And he had, they had previously seen that he was out of integrity in his early 20s. And they didn't buy the company. They didn't move forward. They said, we're 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 looking elsewhere. So it's you sort of look at those types of things and you see, wow, that makes a difference. You're so oh, many yeah. make a difference.
0: Well, and it's and it's one of those things that's often invisible to you because the opportunity, like in this case, you you used an example where it was just so obvious, right? It was right. like there was about to be a deal, then they were like, oh, this person like did this thing back, you know, 10 years ago. Let's not go through. So it was like very obvious. But, but most it wasn't of the time, obvious
1: for them. The person didn't know that's why the deal didn't happen the, because they, oh, would have okay. just, they would have just sat on it and said, thanks, we're going to look at another area, you know, best of luck with you, your, your business, you know, cause, so they would never have said it. So yeah, it would have been. But yeah, most of the time,
0: it actually doesn't show up because the deal never even gets presented to them. Yes. Right. Yes, it's actually sure. like it doesn't even pop up on your radar that you missed it because like I I it's funny because you that you brought that example up because I was thinking of of someone else who who had like just who had actually been an operator here yeah. while like with other operators, they had a breakdown and they weren't acting, you know, like they were they're really just totally out of integrity and running their business and didn't run their business very well. And, you know, weren't in communication with their district manager, just all these things that you would kind of go, oh, that's kind of crappy. And again, they're 20 years old. Right. And so yeah. there's a lot of go places where you, can go, oh, you know, they were learning that this, that the other thing. And then the other day, like not even three days ago, I was talking to somebody and he goes, oh, so and so was thinking of applying for this job. And, you know, two or three people were like, ooh, I, I don't know about so-and-so. Like two or three alumni who are still com- connected with the community were like, I don't know about so-and-so. I don't think that you should deal with them. Like be really careful. Like they've, they've been known to mess people around. And this was a decade ago and wow. it's still following them around and they're still having opportunities taken away from them because of these little decisions and these little things that they didn't pay attention to and that they weren't accountable for a decade ago it's the impacts are so far reaching and we don't see it because yeah. it's invisible to us because of the nature of people just going, but can you really count on this person? Or, Oh, c- can you really, you know, do business with them and know that they're going to be open with you? Like it's, it, it takes a really long time to make up for So yeah, I think, I think it is key that like you're, we're talking about this in the sense that integrity is about keeping your word and honoring your word and. The impact of not keeping your word and not honoring your word, and is is like you know just even five percent of the time can be massive on your on your life. And obviously, there's there's a there's a difference between I'm three minutes late to a to an appointment or I'm uh, uh like you know cheating my partner. Yes. But it, it, there is a difference in obviously the 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 size of the impact that it'll have. But yeah. both will have an impact and both will be far bigger than the, the one moment, you know, in time. It'll literally stretch out over years the impacts are there because it's how people learn who you are yeah. In, yeah. through your behavior.
1: Well, and you mentioned the little things because I am sure, Patrick, some people come into our organization and for our alumni listening and, you know, potentially We've gotten raised our bar about starting on time and about, you know, like, and about holding people accountable to start on time. And we've always started on time, but it's just, it's just another level of, of here's what it is. And, you know, uh, I, again, I read, I read, I read books, I read lots of books about why meetings suck. And, and, and a big part of it is people don't show up on time. People don't come in and they aren't prepared and then they aren't held accountable. Or even better, and more importantly, they don't hold themselves accountable. So we have team members who come on our our, our calls, and they're late. And they say, can I please have a word? I'm sorry that I was late, you know, and and I I made a commitment to be on time. I wasn't on time. Here's what I'm going to do to be on time in the future. So So they go through a process to clean that matter up. But what ends up happening in most people's lives is, there's no accountability really to being on time. They try to slide it under the rug. They try to walk away from it. And as a result, it's just that lumpiness in our relationships everywhere. There's just it's like, ah, I wasn't, wasn't here. And again, remember, there's no perfection, okay? For, you know, there's no, oh, I'm always gonna get it right. I'm always gonna be on time. I'm always gonna, you know, hold myself up to this incredible accountability. Well, I will hold myself up to it and I'm never always gonna get it right. The, the the key is to 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 own that go yeah i'm you know i made a you know made a commitment to behave this way i didn't own it go talk about it you know
0: well that's and that's the difference between like keeping your word is one thing right we yeah. talked about the, yes. yeah just in, and it's fairly straightforward to know if you've kept your word or not like you know, if you said you were coming for the nine o'clock meeting, you're either there or you're not. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. if you kept it is pretty clear. Yes. But obviously if you're going to do anything that's worth doing in life, you're not always going to keep your word. Like otherwise right. you're, you're not going to do anything. Like you're not going to give your word to anything. You're going to well, yes, we'll see if I'm coming, you know, yeah. and, and that doesn't work either. Right. Not giving your word doesn't mean all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't give my word so that I never got, break I've it. I've got a solution. I've got a solution, yeah, that, Patrick. Yeah. So let's yeah. actually,
1: before you to jump to the next thing let's talk about that I just won't give my word why won't that work Pat so I guess you have to almost broaden the
0: definition of integrity because it's more than just keeping your word it's also like I think and and I think I'd like to let you actually read the perfect. paragraph because because I won't say it right um, right did no thank you and then we can kind of unpack the rest of what it means to keep your word
1: no that's perfect so one of the things that that landmark definition talks about is when we talk about keeping our word, we talk about doing what you said you would do and doing it on time. Okay. So that's like going to a meeting. I was going to be there at nine o'clock. I was there at nine o'clock and yes, everyone, Patrick and I were early for this meeting. So number two, doing what you know to do and doing it as it was meant to be done and doing it on time. So this is a a little trickier. So doing what you know to do, doing it as it was meant to be done and doing it on time. And then the third one is doing what others would expect you to do. Even if you hadn't said that you would do it and doing it on time. Okay. And then the final thing is, unless you're playing a very small game, you will not always keep your word, but you can honor your word. So let's, let's unpack that. I think the first one we, we already covered doing what you said you'd do, doing it on time. You know, like yeah, we talked about straightforward. that, you know, that's just really straightforward. We make commitments with timeliness. It's very apparent. Here's what I said. I sign agreements. I have a marriage commitment. Um, you know, here's my commitment to to, to my incredible uh, spouse and partner. This is what I've committed to. And that's what I've committed to. You know, so those yeah. things are, 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 many things are very clear about what, we, what we've done. What about the second one, Pat? Doing what you know to do. And doing it as it was meant to be done and doing it on time
0: i think this one to me it's just like not trying to get off on a technicality Uh, so like that's that's the way i read that it's like not trying to get off on a technicality you can you can be on time for a meeting you know like you know that person that walks in it's like the meeting starts at nine they walk in at nine and start take and put their coat off and take their coat off and take their computer out And, and they're like, yeah, I'm on time. Yeah. Well, no, the meeting starts at nine, right? Like you should be here set up, ready to start right now. Yeah. And you know, you should have, you should be prepared. You should have brought your notes with you. You should have brought your questions. Like, so, so there's a way to, to a lot of times like, or, or, and the other thing is like doing it the way, you know, or the way you know, know it should be done or the way. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But that's, that's also like, you know, you can have like an assignment due and, you know, you, you at the, in the last 10 minutes realize, oh my God, I, I didn't do it. And you just throw something together real quick and you just send it in. And, or, or you have like, you know, stats, uh, like a a thing in, uh, that our operators do is they, they submit stats on Simon and it's like, there's there's ways to cheat it where they can just kind of click through it and not yeah. enter the right info but just kind of get it like done so yeah. the system thinks it's done but it's not actually complete right? right and they're like oh well look I did it it's complete I clicked all the buttons but it's like yes. yeah but none of the information's in you know yeah. so yeah so it's like not trying to get off on a technicality is really this aspect of just doing what you said you were gonna do in the way that it was expected to be done. Yes. Not in just some half assed way that you're just like, oh look, I sort of did it.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. It's 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 like, you know, again, how we show up in our in our meetings, how we show up again. We talk about working out. Oh, I went to the gym. You know, now again, maybe just going to the gym was your commitment. And I'm just building that practice in my life. That's great. But sat in know. the locker
0: room and played games on my phone for an hour. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I
1: was there. I was physically I was in the building. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's about holding ourselves to what we know to do, you know. So it's like you said, not getting off on a technicality, not letting it slide. I think is wonderful. And then then doing what others would expect you to do, even if you hadn't said you would do it, and doing it on time. So the, the tell example, your story about
0: the coffee. That's a yeah. Tell your story about the coffee. It's perfect. It's perfect. Is, is,
1: I didn't recognize, but early on in our relationship with Helen, my my wife, I started making the coffee. And so one of my love li- languages is acts of service. So, you know, so that's, so it's like, oh, I'm doing this. And then all of a sudden, sometimes I wouldn't do it.
0: Like you're talking 10 years later. Oh yeah. 15, like you did it 20 years. 20, yeah. Oh yeah. For,
1: yeah. Or, or, or I, and I've, I've always done it very consistently, but sometimes I wouldn't do it. Now, maybe it was I came in at two after traveling or, you know, in late or, but who knows, sometimes I wouldn't yeah. do it. And then there'd be an impact and the impact would be, oh, ha- my wife would get up and she'd go, oh, I'm so disappointed. And then of course, cause I'm sensitive and emotional, I would get, I would get, um, oh, oh, well, well, what do you mean? I, I never said I was going to do it. And I, I never made a commitment that I was going to make coffee. W- what is this expectation you have? And then I, I, I did the landmark and I saw this expectation that I'd created and I went, got it. Look at this. I had basically set expectations by doing it for years that this is something that she could expect in a relationship with me and that I just needed to get over it and say, oh. This is something that I didn't say I was going to do. And this is for my integrity. I need to take that on. Now, again, there, there is something as well later on. There is something that I could go and renegotiate or, 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 or change things. But it was very simple. It was just like, oh, OK. There, and there is an impact if I don't do what I say I'm going to do or if I don't do what, what I expected. Someone would have expected me to do as well. And those are, those are natural.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think another way to put it is like, you know, if, uh, if, a uh, uh, you know, parent doesn't buy their kids Christmas presents, yes. like the parent never said they were going to buy Christmas presents, yeah. but the kid's expecting, you know, yeah. so it'd be out of integrity to just not buy Christmas presents that year and not acknowledge it or talk, you know, not speak to it and, or, you know, just try to, Oh, well, I didn't say I was buying Christmas bread. Like it would be out of integrity. Everybody would be like, Oh my God, what's going on. It'd be this weird oh. moment. So of course for you with Helen, like with the coffee, it's a perfect example because it's the kind of thing that you never really agreed to do it, but then you just did it for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So, so it became an expectation, even though, you know, no, like you had never said you would do it, you just did it, yeah. but it became expected of you. And then when you don't do it because it's like something that others expect she gets up and she's like oh shoot i got to make the coffee yeah. and naturally your instinct is to want to be defensive about it and, and want to say oh well i was late i was in yeah. so late how can yeah. you say that da, da, yeah. da. but the reality is 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 you just you know set that expectation so like you are out of integrity by not doing it now I am. it can be very easy to, to like honor your work, right. Or honor that commitment that you have simply by saying, Hey, you're coming in late the night before. Hey, Helen, I won't be able to make the coffee tomorrow. Right. Right. I'll be in really late. I'd like to sleep in. Is that okay? Like, are are you good with that? Like, or, you know, I won't be able to make it tomorrow. I'd like to sleep in. Can you let me sleep in tomorrow? Would that be good? And she'd be like, of yeah, course, no, problem. no problem. And then, yeah, course. and then it, it wouldn't won't be. Like a I thing. make
1: all the yeah. coffee in the house, and there isn't. So, <laughs> another great thing to sort of turn it. I think this is a great example about an ongoing conflict area for our for our students um, is roommates. Okay, and and expectations that we have. So if if there's um, or just just how things work, it's like wow, I. I didn't quite finish all the milk and there's this little bit of milk and I left it there. And so no one has any milk, but it kind of appears that I left some there. There would be, ah, Yeah, you got off on a
0: technicality.
1: I got off on a technicality. Another thing is, is that, well, I'm just, I'm just not, not going to do the dishes. I'm just going to let them all sit there. And, and again, you know, again, that could be a doing what others would expect to do doing what what is meant to be done doing what you know to do and I'm not doing it and then all of a sudden people go oh yeah I guess you're right all those things cause my roommate relationships not to work all those things cause my kitchen not to work in my house you know so that those are those are breaches of integrity and and there are there are areas that just won't work
0: yeah yeah and I I think like, so, so part of the time too, it's also like, especially with roommates, I think there can be, people can come from very different backgrounds. So a lot of times what creates like, like for there to be the possibility for integrity, you also have to have, like, you also have to have a conversation to set the expectation of what are we expecting of each other? Because that's another thing that I think causes a lot of trouble in relationships for people is the fact that they'll assume that the other person has the expectations of them that they have of themselves already. So they'll come in and they'll be like, oh, well, I expect this. So they must expect that of me. Right. And I'm okay with this. So they must be okay with that. Yeah. Rather than saying, hey, let's set some ground rules. What, what's okay. What, you know, what, what are we okay with? What are we not okay with? Because obviously like if you were having a conversation about Uh, how things are going to work going into a relationship, it's going to be really clear. Yeah. But if you don't have that conversation, if you skip that step and you just kind of jump into living with somebody and having that roommate and you don't talk about, Hey, what's our plan for dishes? How how are we going to handle the trash? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Then there's no space for integrity because, and that's why, you know, we talk about expectation setting a lot in our program but that's because really to me expectation setting is kind of like what creates the space for there to be integrity because if there's no agreement on how we do things then there there can be no integrity because it's just people doing random stuff and hoping that it's what the other person wanted and and then obviously it's it's bound it has to lead to conflict like it couldn't not lead to conflict because there's like no way that just everything's going to line up perfectly without there being any communication to go along with that. There's eventually going to be something that doesn't align. And then people are going to get upset at each other. Oh, didn't you, you should have done this. Yeah. And then the other person's going, well, what do you mean? I should have done yeah. that. We, you know, we never said this and yeah. it doesn't work.
1: Well, so, Well, this is so critical. Uh, Patrick is, is this is a whole space for our young leaders to get is when we listen to things you literally are not, somebody else would hear something different always, right? That's one of the things about communication is it's so hard to get things communicated effectively to people because of their past experiences, their ways of being, how they look at situations. So an enormously important uh, thing as leaders that we need to do is set expectations, have conversations. And one of the things, again, that people prevent people from doing this is, is a a confidence in actually managing these conversations, a confidence in in in, you know, not making, you know, having a having maybe a conflict, but really it's, gee, I'm I'm kind of getting frustrated because it appears like I'm doing the dishes all the time and that's not working for me. And so how do we have a conversation with my three or four other roommates and who's accountable and who's not accountable, but, but really as well, we don't need to look back and sort of say, this is what somebody's done or Pat, you know, there are four times you, you, you didn't do the dishes. There's really not a whole bunch of value there. It's what could we do moving forward? How can we have a conversation moving forward so that we could have something that is an in integrity works and everybody has the same ground rules.
0: Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. So first of all, totally agree with you in terms of like, like the the ground rules have to be clear, right? You can't really make any progress if you don't communicate to get those ground rules to be clear. And then we're going to, I know we're going to jump in about like honoring your word and how that works. Right. So when you do inevitably break a commitment because, or don't honor your, like, or, or aren't able to keep your word for whatever reason, yes, something happens, whatever, yes. How do you honor that? I know we're going to go and talk about that. But I wanted to kind of in the concept of as we're defining integrity, and we're going now we've got this clear definition for it's keeping your word, doing it on time. It's, you know, doing it the way it's expected to be done and doing what's expected of you. And we kind of get that I think the first thing that we need to do is expel the notion of right and wrong in this conversation. Right? Because it's not actually integrity. A lot of times in the traditional definition or, you know, maybe the way that people understand integrity, you know, coming into this conversation, a lot of people think that integrity is doing what's right. Yes. And And don't look at what's right. Yeah. 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 Like the, the, the moral thing and they'll look at what's right and ask themselves, well, you know, hold on. I said, I said I was going to do this, but I, I can't do that now because, you know, it would be better to do this and, and da, 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 like, so they'll kind of, they'll kind of collide the two together. Right. And, and, or, or even in the space of like, uh, uh I, I think the, the coffee is a great example. It's like, you know they'll they'll want to justify you know doing it or not doing it. So hey, you're you're showing up at two 30 in the morning from a you know b- bunch of interviews and you're yeah. super tired. Traveling. You've had a crazy and, week. Yeah, you're exactly. super slammed. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Saturday morning and you don't make the coffee. Yeah. And it's very clear that it's like, could you say is it wrong that Chris didn't make the coffee? Like, is yeah. Chris a bad person because right. he didn't make the coffee that day? Nobody. I think in their, I think yes. nobody in the world in their right mind would go, Chris is a bad person for not making the coffee. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, no, but, but is it out of integrity? Well, yes, it is. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because there's
0: an expectation that you make the coffee and you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's as simple as that. It's, so we completely remove the right and the wrong because there can be good reasons or bad reasons, but they're unrelated to, was there a commitment? Yeah. Did the commitment get done?
1: Yes. Simple you know, as that. what were Black you
0: like yeah. Yeah, and it's like like you can have like a uh I like I always like to kind of like think of the most extreme possible example. It's like you you can be going you can be on your way to a meeting and on your way to a meeting you are in a major car accident right. that has nothing to do like the 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 lights malfunction at the at the light and huge car accident. And you get sent to the hospital, and you still weren't at the meeting.
1: Right. You were like out of integrity. You, you,
0: yeah, and you were yes. out of integrity. And it, and and nobody would say that you're a bad person for having not been there or been there or you know whatever. Nobody would call you a bad person for having gotten hit by a car, but yeah. <laughs> you still weren't at the meeting. Right. So, yes. so for other people, you're that's still a breach of integrity that needs to be acknowledged. You know, and and if you don't acknowledge it. Other people will go, Oh, he's unreliable. Yeah. yeah. And they'll see that even though they won't tell you that you won't see it. But if you don't have that conversation, you don't acknowledge, Hey, I was late to the meeting or I was, I didn't show up to the meeting. If I got hit yeah. by a car, then, then other people will go, oh, he's not very reliable. He, he left me hanging. I didn't right. get a text or I didn't hear from him. Right. They, they didn't let me know what was happening.
1: It, it, it's just, it, it, it's
0: out of integrity
1: and it doesn't work. And, and you can see how, again, like these little slippery slidey things, people let it slide and, and no matter what, it's something that we're going to go and honor our word. And that's something that we do in our program. And so why don't I talk about honoring your word? Yeah, let's do that. So, so honoring your word. So whenever you will not be keeping your word, just as soon as you become aware that you will not be keeping your word, including not keeping your word on time say to everyone impacted that you will not be keeping your word. So I will not be keeping my word that you will keep your word in the future and by when, or that you won't be keeping your word at all. Number three, what you'll deal, what you will do to deal with the impact on others of the failure to keep your word or to keep it on time. So that is what honoring your word means. So. One of the things as well about integrity, and I'm going to give sort of an example, Pat, is we're trying to just have the impact beyond workability. It's not right-wrong, because when people make it right-wrong, you know, I want our leaders who are listening to think, okay, when you're wrong, how do you feel? I'll tell you how I feel. I feel badly. I feel badly about myself. I feel like, ah, yeah, I let myself down. I let others down. I feel badly. Yeah. Oh, geez. I'm, I am just didn't show up the way I need to show up, you know? So, so we want to, to separate that out. Okay. Um, And so, you know, uh, you know, one of the, one of the examples of me honoring my word was I was driving to an appointment and I was coming down where, where we live down sort of a a mountain or, or big hell escarpment. And I, I, I all of a sudden came to the, came to a highway and it was basically stopped and I, and, and it was like, I turned on Google and I went, oh wow, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And so what I did was I called the appointment that I had and let them know that it looks like I'm going to be 10 minutes late. So I honored my word. I said, I made a commitment to be here at three 30. It looks like I'll be here at three 40 or three 45. And I just wanted to, 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 to let you, to let you know. And you know, the, the, you know, the impact, hopefully they were able to sort of move someone into my slot so that they didn't lose their time. But you know, this is just, this is just what happened. One of the things about honoring, honoring your word is, is being good with that going, okay, like what new structures could I have put into place to manage that? So honoring, honoring your word is simply getting into action, telling the person that you're not going to make your agreement with, that you're not going to make, make an agreement that you're not going to be able to keep that agreement or keep that agreement on time.
0: Yeah. And, and when you take that It's really like, there's something really powerful in acknowledging that you're, you're going to break your word. Yes. Just saying, Hey, I'm going to be breaking my word or I have broken my word. Yes. You like, like just that acknowledgement of it for, for the vast majority of your relationships that in and of itself will clean it up. Right. It won't always like, like if you do it over and over again, certainly won't clean it up every single time. But when you do it, like, and it happens, and it's truly not an issue of habit, but rather just an issue of something happened and stood yes. in your way. Yeah. People recognize that and go, got it. Thank you. Yes. And, and literally that cleans up a lot of times that can mitigate the impact significantly. Yeah. No, I, and
1: then it's... go on. Sorry. You,
0: you get into, well, and then you get into the whole like, so you mitigated the impacts through the, com- communication of either I'm going to break or I've broken my word. And then you, you're able t- to speak to how, like how you could solve it in the future. I think that right. that was the that's, second That's part. the next
1: one. Yeah. So we'll hold off on there. So, cause you know, we want, we want our leaders to get, I can still be reliable because no one can always be, you know, keep their word all the time and I can still be considered reliable. And if someone is going to be late. They tell you they're going to be late. They see this this, this impact or they, they're, they're going to you know have a project done for you on the Thursday. It looks like it's taken longer. This is what's happening. These are the action steps we're taking. Now it's going to be done on the Friday. You're letting a client know and people could still refer to you as reliable and go, okay, this person's in communication with me, letting me know what's going on and we're working out the, the, the next best solution. You know, I I think what's, what's typical though, in the real world is people don't say anything. Okay. The typical person doesn't say anything. They just, they, they had a commitment. They don't talk about the commitment. They let it kind of waver and just, just hopefully disappear. Like this just didn't really happen. I, you know, there was a, this, there's these words that I said earlier. Yeah. It's just hope, hope they'll forget. And it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh. And so, so what do you think, Pat, what is it that makes me or makes you or makes our leaders not want to address it? What do you I think, think people? Is
0: yeah. Like, I think people are just afraid of um, well, par- partially I think, so there's two, there's two things that play in my mind. Sure. Partially there's an element of the fact that they're, they're bringing the right and wrong into it. Yes. Oh, I'm so bad. Yeah. You know, I'm such a bad person for not being able to keep my word. And then they beat themselves up and yes. I'm such a loser. Like those other people who don't come on time that I yeah. think are losers. Cause oftentimes, you know, the, the harder you, you, you judge other people, the harder you judge yourself. So for you sure. kind of have this. This thing going on where you'll beat yourself up over it, right? Yes. And so I think part of it is that issue of just kind of merging morality with it and not wanting to feel bad, right? And and wanting to feel justified and correct and right in their actions. So there's definitely a righteousness to it in the sense that you don't want to feel bad, you want to feel right. And so by acknowledging that you broke a promise, it's like, oh, I'm acknowledging that. For a lot of people, they'll sort of mix that in and they'll go, Oh, by acknowledging that I broke my word, I'm acknowledging that I am a bad person, yes. that I, I suck, that I, you know, all yep. those things. And that's why you really need to separate the two because they're they're not actually the same thing. Like you can be late and not be a bad person, believe it or 100%. not. <laughs> like you could <laughs> no. just be a person who was late. Yes. Like that happens. <laughs> like they're not connected. So I think there's that element that plays an important role. And I also think that there's an element where people feel like it's almost like not big enough, or it's not really a breach, or there really isn't an impact. Because as people, we tend to believe or be tricked by this thing that if I don't acknowledge the impact, it's not there. Got it. Right. So so a lot of times, you know, like like if if I'm like three, four minutes late, I'll just hope that
1: the other person doesn't say anything. Yes. Yeah.
0: Maybe they didn't notice. Maybe I move ahead. They didn't say anything. It probably wasn't that big a deal. The reality is, is very likely most the vast majority of the time they did notice there is an impact and you're just ignoring it. Yes. Because it feels like there's no impact to you. And then that's what we were talking about earlier, where people will go about living their lives, not realizing that this decision that they made five years ago is still impacting them because they're ignoring, they're choosing to not look because it it, almost like it's too painful to look at the impact or to acknowledge it. So they're choosing not to look at it because by not looking at it, it's, it's like not painful. Or by looking at by not looking at it, it doesn't exist. It's very much like those cartoons that you see, where I think it's like the ostrich has its head buried in the sand right. to hide from the predators, yes. with its whole body <laughs> sticking out. Yeah. It's it's very much like that, where it's like, well, clearly the lion is still going to eat this thing. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> the, the fact that the ostrich can't see the lion doesn't mean yep. the lion's That's not a, there. Uh, so I think impact is very much like that, where we want to not see it because we believe that it doesn't exist if we don't see it. And then a lot of times we just need to become present to the impact. And that's the beauty in my mind of honoring your word, acknowledging the impact Yeah, is, is the fact that it actually forces you to pull your head out of the sand and see the lion, which actually gives you an opportunity to do something about it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. if your head's buried yeah. in the sand, you're not going anywhere, you're a sitting duck and the lion's going to eat you whenever he gets hungry. But if you're actually out there lucid looking at it, and you can see how far away it is and and what it's doing, you might actually have a chance to make an impact on it or to change something or to just to literally have some form of, of power in the situation. So I think that's the that's really the key behind it is that by consistently acknowledging it, acknowledging the broken promise and then uh, like like looking at what the impacts are and acknowledging the impacts, you're forcing yourself to look at the world and to see what impacts your actions have. yeah, and yeah. then that gives you the power to actually s- start changing some of those actions so that you start getting more of what you want in the future and less of of you know what you don't want in this case of my analogy here the uh, less lions eating you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. And, and, and um, if we look at these small little things that we're out of integrity on showing up late, you know, we said we were going to do something we didn't, you know, letting it slide, you know, I, I, these are small little things that our leaders can try on. Hey, Patrick, I, I I said I was going to be here at two, you know, or being in communication, letting them know, hey, I'm, I'm, it looks like I'm going to be running, running a few minutes late. I you know, apologize and, you know, letting you know, OK, you know, so so we're, you know, and, and tidying that up when we get there. Hey, Patrick, I apologize. You know, again, there's a different restoring integrity process that we follow here. We'll talk about it next. But but being in communication with people hiding that up I I you know I said I was gonna you know again make the coffee or take out the garbage or do whatever I was and I didn't hey I'll, I'll take care of that this afternoon and being really aware of the promises we make or the commitments we make and you know are we gonna make them on time are we going to commit to them are we going to do them and one of the things once we actually get in alignment and really working towards this, People will start to see us differently because that is not normal. What we're talking about, this type of behavior is not normal. And that's that's why we've had so many amazing people in our program and, and why, you know, it's it's not normal to take accountability. It's not normal to say, oh, well, I was late and, and here, here, here's what I'm going to do. Are you okay with that? People, what do you mean I'm okay with it? Yeah, okay, I got it. You know, but it's just not normal behavior. And that's, that's you know, again, you know, I, I say this quite often, I don't want to be normal. You know, that's not, you know, don't ever yeah. call me average. Don't, don't want, don't want to be normal. You know, that's well, not normal that's not and
0: average are really the, the same thing. That's right? what I mean. Like it's yeah. just, it's the tendency towards the middle. It's like, I, I, sometimes people like, they don't like the word normal because if right. you say something's, you know, not normal or, or they want to be normal. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't want anything to do with normal because normal, yeah. man, I look out there and I'm like, man, I can do so much better than normal. Yeah. And so yeah. I think there's a tendency to, to look around. It's like we, we, and this is, I think probably like some sort of biological thing, right? We don't want to stand out too much yeah, uh, that's from fair. the, that's from the, yeah. the team, the, the human species, but like there, we kind of look around and we tend to look at what other people are doing and go, well, if everybody's doing it, it must be good. Or if yes. everybody's doing it, it must be bad. But the reality is it, anybody who's taken like a, any sort of a moral philosophy class knows that there's a very clear distinction between what is good and what is bad and what is like normal or what the average person is doing or right. you know what's, what's accepted within the society or what people have agreed upon, right? right? Like we could all agree that, it's good to murder people who break the law or right. kill people who break the law. And that wouldn't necessarily, by virtue of us agreeing on it, make it good. Right. Like sure. That would make it a good thing to do. Like, it, and you could argue whether or not it was good or bad and blah, blah, blah. And that's really what moral philosophers have been doing for the last 3,000 or so yes. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they can't seem to agree on anything because it's, it's kind of all a made up concept anyways. But the reality is that even though you can't agree on, on whether it's good or it's bad, like the agreement itself doesn't mean that that's what you should do. And I think that, or the norm doesn't mean that that's what you should do. And I think that's what makes integrity so great is that it's one of the ways that we can completely stand out from this crowded marketplace. It's one of the ways that we can play at a level that nobody else is going to play at. And that's what gets us abnormal results. That's yeah. what gets us abnormal performance is when we go, I'm going to play with 100% integrity. I'm going to acknowledge when I, when I break those promises, I'm going to restore my integrity and I'm going to work towards not have perfect integrity because yes. that's, that's non-existent but i'm going to work towards perfect integrity which yeah. is gives you something it's like you can constantly tend towards it like an asymptote like that mathematical thing that always tends towards it but never quite reaches it and right. you can just get ever so much closer to that that sort of ideal of always keeping your word and always honoring your word and just keep working on it and i i think it's probably one of the most powerful ways to be and if you if you look around at the world and the, the people in the world, there are not very many millionaires and billionaires and highly successful people that say, lie and don't do what you say. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. those, those people haven't published very many books. It seems <laughs> like there's a tendency, yeah. all the great people are like, do what you say, you know, yeah. like do it on time. Like it's, that's the way to be successful. It's not a secret. It's just really hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. just tough.
1: So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, so, you know, as we were saying, you know, looking to make a focus on it, looking to, to put into words when I'm out of integrity, looking to talk about it and it, 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 it will feel odd. It will feel weird. Um, not normal. And that's great because again, as Pat highlights, that is where the most successful people and the people whose lives work the best, because mm-hmm. People's relationships work because people can trust them. People's businesses work because they can trust them. They can, they, they can work. There's a high degree of trust. And one of the reasons is because of people's commitment to their word. So how do we restore integrity? So, so again, we, we've talked about uh, the definition, keeping your word, honoring your word. The final thing is restoring integrity. How do we restore integrity, integrity when we do not keep our word? First, we acknowledge the promise or agreement that you broke. I said I was going to be on time. I said I was going to come to this meeting at nine o'clock, 9 o'clock and I and I, I was late. Second, distinguish the impact caused by breaking your word or agreement. So the impact is on workability. And then third, say what you'll put into place to ensure you do not break that promise or agreement in, in, in the future. So one of the most important things that that we focus on here as a coaching device is understanding impact. Understanding, wow, if I don't do this for my business, what's the impact? If I don't do this in my life, what's the impact? How will my life be differently? So if I don't study or go to class um, and do the things that I'm committed to, well, what, what are the impacts? Well, I won't do well in school. I won't get the degree. I won't, you know, so you, you start to sort of, you know, what would my career path be like without this? You start to go, oh, wow. OK, so I don't want that to happen. These are the impacts on our, uh, you know, I- integrity. So one of the things that we could make integrity about is, is again, our commitment to scholastic, our scholastic endeavors.
0: Well, that's, that's the part that's really all about pulling your head out of the sand, right? And- right like one of the one of the big like thought leaders that that I heard this from that was different cuz we're talking in this the context of landmark they sort of talk about acknowledging impacts but another way I've heard it said is acknowledging the cause and effect relationship between your actions and the world right and really all that means is cuz like cause and effect is this this idea like Physics teaches us, uh, you know, about the whole like every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right. and that's just how things work in the world. Right. And so, uh, really, what we're doing here is we're acknowledging that cause and effect relationship. That when we do something, there's a, a reaction as a result of that. And so right. we can, uh, like, we're actually looking at it. We, we don't. We don't have our said our head buried in the sand. We're actually
1: looking at that reaction and seeing it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so we're 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 acknowledging the promise, of the agreement we broke. We're 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 distinguishing the impact of 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 what what what's the cause of again not buying the milk, not cleaning the dishes, not coming on time. What what what's the impact? And then third, and this is actually one of the most important things of the whole game here is what um, will we put into in place to so that. We we won't break that promise in the future so that we can become more reliable, consistently more reliable. And that's one of the 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 things that I uh, by the way, Pat, I, I I feel best about what we do here is, you know, at as 17, 18, 19, 20, 24 year olds at the student worse management program, we're working on pe- people to continuing to put things into place. What can I put in my calendar? What alarm can I have? What new structure can I set up in my life so that. I can just keep doing it. When I make a commitment, I actually write it down. A lot of people just say, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, Pat, you, you do that. I'll do that. And then, well, you know, we'll we'll catch them. We'll say, so so David, did you write that down anywhere? No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I should write that down. And by the way, as well, when we ask them, should we write it down? We're not like trying to make fun or, or, or catch them. We're just trying to go, oh, did you know you didn't write that down? So what's yeah. the chances of you being able to make that commitment again? We're going around and working with a customer. We tell the customer we're going to do something. Did we write it down? If we don't write it down, the chances of getting that done is really really low.
0: Did you put it on the contract? Is it in your production yes. planner? Like yeah. it, is it is there any way by which you're going to just try to actually remember this because it, there's so many like like at the end of the day, so much of it is just figuring out like the reason why pe- a lot of times I think people think young people aren't going to be very good is because they haven't quite figured out how they're going to work really efficiently yet. And right. by the way, that doesn't mean young people can't work really efficiently. I think we prove every year that they can be like better than just a ton of 50 year olds for sure. Um, It's just that it's more predictable that somebody who's younger won't have learned the best ways to work or won't have learned the best ways to keep track of stuff and what's working for them. And they won't have developed these things. So they're assumed to be less reliable and it has nothing to do with age. It's just the fact that they haven't been putting these things in place. They're not necessarily writing it down yet. They're not necessarily, you know, uh, using like they, they might be using a a to-do list and not separating it and categorizing it in a good or or efficient way. I I literally just spent, like in all my veteran max launches, I've actually been teaching people how to do their emails. Right. Because a lot of people don't even know how to organize their emails. So they want to be good at answering and get back on time. And, you know, just little things like that, where they're like, they want to be doing it right. But they actually just haven't practiced or put enough things in place to to know how. And yes. it sounds super silly, but for me, it was like changing my inbox to unread goes first, and then adding a category for starred, and then creating some folders for certain things that I had to get back to, and then learning to use a few of the other like very simple tools that 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 are in the e- email inbox, and then literally. Just by doing that, by virtue of doing that, and I change the view to compact so I can kind of see everything a little bit better. Just by virtue of doing that, I get back to my emails like the vast, vast, vast majority of the time. And I'm I'm always on it. Like there's never an email that I'm like, oh yeah, I just didn't respond to that. Right. Right. But ask me that five years ago. And, you know, it was just all coming in and it was all thrown in a pile. And sometimes I'd open it and not do anything with it right away. And I just didn't have these little tips and tricks yet. I literally didn't know how to email. Right. Like five, like maybe five, 10 years ago, whatever it was when I started there. And it was just something that I learned. So that's the purpose of, you know, putting these processes in place is it's actually taking the time to for a second go, okay, I broke a promise here. What was the promise I broke? Yeah. It was this, the impact is that, okay, got it. How could I possibly fix that? So I don't just keep doing this over and over yeah. again. Yeah. You know, and then, oh, well, what if I organize my emails differently? Okay, yeah. cool. And, and why do I keep missing this? Well, you know, I keep missing emails because I have them going to three different email inboxes.
1: Yeah.
0: Seems like I'm likely to miss one if I have all these different things going on. Maybe yeah. if I just combine them all together in one yeah. spot. I'll be way more likely to never miss anything. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's do that. And then you just put these little things in place over time and boom, now you never miss anything anymore. So I kind of I'd say it is the most important part. And it's the most important part because you're actually learning how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I challenge people like a lot of times even when people start restoring their integrity, they'll say I acknowledge that I broke a promise and this is why which you'll notice was not in the how to restore integrity section right. they'll say i did it because you yeah. know and then they'll tell us the reason which no one cares about by the way right. you're just pissing everyone off because you're not really acknowledging it you're still blaming the other thing right so that that's the first step is don't explain the reason why cuz cuz no one cares And then, uh, by the way, I'm also guilty of doing this, right? I'm not saying this righteously going, (laughs) and I never do this. And I hate other people who do it. No, no, no. It's absolutely natural. I do it too sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I I was late. That's it. Like, it doesn't matter what the why, right? right? Yeah. And then you go into acknowledging I was late and the impacts are. And then the most important part is the part that most people skim over. Most people get to this part on, on. Oh, and um, I'm going to leave a bit earlier next time. Yeah. It's like zero power in that. There's nothing different. They're going to do the exact same thing next time because there's no clarity to it. Yeah. Right. Whereas they could go, well, I typically give myself 15 minutes to drive here. And clearly that's not enough time. So from now on, I'm going to leave at this time. Yeah. And minutes or sure. so, I'm going to give myself 25 minutes so yes. I can always be on time.
1: Yeah. So you know, there's, a, there's a whole different structure, uh, yeah. you know, that, that says, wow, I, the, I, I, I could be way more reliable, you know, uh, in, in that new world, you know, literally creating a new world of, of a, a structure that's going to support, support you uh, to, 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 to do so. So one of the things as well that I want everyone to get as well, you know, we're really, again, doing our best why did someone want to make an excuse pat was talking about oh something you know he and others and myself will want to make an excuse i was late and here's why you know because we're collapsing integrity with morality we're collapsing it with right and wrong we're classing with i'm a bad person no we don't want to do that okay um so we we want just to sort of go i was wrong here's what here, here's the impact and here's what i can put in place and one of the most important things is, I would say 30 years ago when we were running this business, Pat, we were lied to an awful lot, okay? And the reason we were lied to is because as a management team, we would say, okay, you made a commitment to do this, you didn't do it, you know, uh, and so, you know, what, what, what happened or, or, you know, what was wrong? And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and what, yeah, You know, what are you going to do? And, 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 you know, and, and we would make people feel bad and and so we we literally so so what ends up happening is if we do that as leaders then people will soon identify well if i tell them the truth then i'm going to feel bad and i'm going to get a lecture so 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 and instead they throw sand up in the air and they confuse things and they really don't deal with the issues and as much as possible they try not to really let their their direct reports Know really what was going on, so 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 that's one of the most important things that we do is 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 you know not let it be a muck. So so no 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 don't feel bad, it's okay because the purpose here is in a number of weeks and then a number of months and then a number of years and then once you leave our program, you're just going to get keep getting better and better and better and it's just your progress and integrity is going to get more and more and powerful and your life's going to work better. And, and why? Because we're just addressing it and dealing with really what is true, you know, and here's what here's what it is.
0: Yeah, I think I think the way that I even like kind of see it now is that good when you're like like there's different styles of leadership, right? right. There's there's people there's leaders for whom uh, people are fairly disposable and right. they just want to get the best yeah. out of them in like a short term <laughs> yes. and they they only want you know and and there by the way i'm i'm not even saying i'm saying that and it's almost like oh that's so silly but there's a lot of places and the and there's a lot of environments where i'd even go that's probably a really good way to do it too like right. like i i would probably or the the expectation would likely be much higher on leaders and people that you know, have been in business for twenty years and uh, are are like you know the CEO of multi billion dollar companies. The expectation it would just not be like you know there wouldn't be that space to be as maybe open and vulnerable because it's like you're there's an expectation at that level that you're just going to perform like there yeah. there's no like oh I'm, I'm sorry guys I didn't show up because. Uh, I have trouble getting up sometimes. You know, when my <laughs> alarm rings, it's like, yeah, that's just—you're never going to create a safe space in that environment where a person can go, yeah, I, I, I really struggle with my, you know, with getting up sometimes. But I think that's the beautiful thing about the the student works management program, and and a lot of other organizations. By the way, there's a ton of other places that are like this, and and where it's appropriate to be like this is that for most organizations and for most roles out there, the correct way to be a leader is to allow that vulnerability and creating a safe space. And that means by the way, being okay with people telling you, oh, you know, like I really struggle with this. Yeah. Like, like I had, uh, I was doing a max launch a couple of days ago, uh, with an operator who, who mentioned that they like, they felt like, oh, they didn't want to tell me something that they were, that they were struggling with because they were afraid that we wouldn't sign them back. Right. And it literally made me like, like uh, part of, part of me wanted to laugh because I was like, that's so silly. Like that, right. That would like never happen. Like we would never go, Oh, this person is having a, 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 a st- personal struggle. Let's can them. like, yeah, no, like yeah. that's just not the people we are, you know, yes, like exactly. that's not how we work literally the entire purpose of our program is to help people develop. If we don't create a space where they can be open about what they're challenging, uh, what they're being challenged with, what is even the point of our program right now? But the other part of me also felt like, like almost wanted to cry because I was like, yo, this is safe. Like we're okay. Like there is literally, I don't think anything that you could say to me that would ever get me like to go, Oh, I don't want to work with you. Like, because really the only thing that's going to get me to either want or not want to work with you is, is what you do in your business. Like, is, is, are you getting back to your customers? Are you, are your customers happy? Is your business going reasonably well in the sense that like, is it working? That's the only thing that's going to impact whether or not I want to work with you. Like how you're struggling with it is, has no bearing on whether or not I want to like, like or what your struggle is, or where it's coming from, or how it's presenting and and what your way of struggling with it is, like how it's happening for you. There's literally no impact. The only thing that would ever make me go, oh, I, we shouldn't return that operator is if all of a sudden, you know, we're getting like complaint after complaint after complaint, and right. nobody wants to work with them and blah, blah, blah. And it's not working. Then we go, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, there like, if it's so bad that it's ruining our brand or it's so bad that then we'd go, okay, yeah, maybe that like, we've got to go and, and do something about this. And we, we can't have this person keep working with us, but like, otherwise I don't think there's anything somebody could say to me, like that would ever get me to go, okay, I don't want to work with you anymore. Right, like it, yeah. it would, it would have to be extreme, you know. I think yeah. they'd have to have it, committed a crime.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like I think, think it'd really, have to I, be like I think you could really way out take, there. Yeah, I think you could really take it out there. But and I think what's most important is, is that, is that you know what's most true is that we're all suffering private challenges. We all are, you know, kind of bundle of misfit toys, you know, it's, we're coming into Christmas, so bundle of misfit toys. And, and that, you know, just because as, as children, were were we're, brought into this world by flawed, flawed people being a parent, I'm a flawed person, and that things happen. And so, so we, we, we make decisions as, 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 as young people, as, 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 as children that impact the rest of our life. And so, so the thing is, is that you know this is a safe place to to actually go oh this this is a place where we want to deal with it we want to deal with it honestly vulnerably authentically and help people you know and and so so there's there's no question and in working with many of the organizations and in coaching environments across North America cuz i used to yeah uh, uh you know you spend a whole bunch of time coaching and the work that i've done this is true for all sorts of people, for, for, for everybody. It's, it's all they got to do is just bring the, the curtain down and show, show people, Oh, these are the things I'm struggling with. So for us, the, the, the real piece about integrity is again, taking it away from you're not good enough, taking it away from right and wrong. No, you're great. You're, you're absolutely amazing. We see the best in you. And that, that, You know, that's that's who you want in your life is people who see the best in you, people who are fans of yours. And we want to to keep working on that so that we can keep moving it up, keep moving it up, keep moving it up, keep moving our levels of integrity up. And so so one of the things is
0: that's actually just how to be a great leader. Right? Yes. That's yes. how that's how ultimately I think you become a great leader is by is by creating that space where people can go, all right, I'm struggling with this. How do I make it better? What 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 are your thoughts? And then you can have an honest and open conversation about it and come up with a real solution, a real structure, and yeah. then work towards applying it and yeah. then tweak it and then make it better. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. just keep working on it. And trust And the the it process. takes real commitment. Yeah, because yeah. 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 it's yeah. not something that Building integrity doesn't happen in a second.
1: Yeah, oh, just handle this, Pat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a lifelong pursuit. Yeah, Yeah. and it's and it's and to really see a difference, it's weeks and months and years and and that's great because it's the the one um, you know uh, overwhelming thing to get. If you get your life's going to work great. And one thing as well that I just wanted to bring into well, what happens if I'm not good at integrity? What happens if I'm not Another thing that will happen is people will just, you know, we like to say, lose their listening of you. Like pretty soon people will just go, oh, that person just doesn't show up on time. That person just doesn't say what they, doesn't do what they say. And hey, they still may, may be my friend or I'll still go for a beer with them or I'll still, but. I can't really trust them. I can't really, you know, and maybe it's not, again, trust them, they're going to steal my money or trust them that they're somehow a threat to me physically or anything like that, of course, but they just don't. No, it's more have, like I can't depend on them. Can't depend. Yes, I can't depend on them. And and so, so, you know, again, when this whole piece of integrity, Pat's already alluded to it is it all ties in with our four referability habits. So yeah. the four referability habits, do what you say. Finish what you start, say please and thank you, and be on time. So it is one of our fundamental values in our business. And it actually allows our company to work so much better inside the company, office to DM, DM to operator, operator to DM, operator to office. But you know, the other thing is, is it is it redefines us to the to, to customers. Because we are working on these four referability habits. We are, as a company, constantly working on our integrity and how we show up in the marketplace. So, so most contractors don't show up on time. Most contractors don't finish what they start. Many contractors, are, 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 they're not on time. And so, so, so these are things that we really do to, again, separate ourselves out as a business opportunity. So, so I know this is a, a business podcast. It's a leadership podcast. It's a business podcast. So, so this is where, you know, the, the rubber meets the road, the, the, the money comes into your bank account. Okay. If you, when you get a better and better handle on your integrity, you will become wealthier. More money will flow to you. More assets will build because integrity is so important. Yeah.
0: And then on uh, the same time, your life will also be better. Your yes. the relationships will be better. Your, everything will work better. Yes, really, exactly. The whole thing. Your,
1: your, your yeah. staff will want to stay with you. Your team partners will want to stay with you and want to work with you and, and, and want to stay just because just everything works. So
0: I wanted to address one last thing, Chris, please, before we wrap up. And it's so so because to take on integrity. Is a pretty big challenge, right? Because we just got okay, now now our listeners they can kind of go back, they can listen, they can really get integrity at the level of keeping their word, doing it the way it's meant to be done, and doing what's expected of them, even if they didn't agree to do to, to it, like uh uh like explicitly, yeah. Um, even if it was just implicit. So they get that and they get how to restore their integrity. But one thing that happens out in the world is if you just try to work on your integrity and you're outside of, let's call it like the, I'd call it like the student work circle, right? right. Because when you're here, it's kind of pretty easy because everybody's knows about it and everybody's doing it. So it's like, if you go to restore your integrity, most people are like, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me listen here and, and get and acknowledge you for it. And you know, it's boom, yeah. super easy, yes. but out in the real world, what happens is people don't do it that way out in the real world. Pete, you'll go to acknowledge, I want to, you know, acknowledge that I'm late and they'll go, oh, don't worry. It's okay. Yeah. And they a- sure. actually won't let you restore your integrity. Like they'll yeah. just go, yeah, don't worry about it. Or, or you'll, you'll go to acknowledge, oh, Hey, I, I want to acknowledge that, you know, I, I said, I would start this job yesterday and I didn't start it yesterday. I'm starting it today due to the weather. Yes. And I, and the impact is you were wondering, you know, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So the, the key thing here is most people won't let you because the way most people see it is through the lens of morality and they'll think, don't worry, you're a good guy. Uh, Don't worry. I still think highly of you. No, no, no. You don't have to feel bad. It's all good. Right. And they, they won't want you to feel badly. So I think that what's key is there, there is that element that's there when people go to try to install, like restore integrity or start building integrity in their lives and they go to acknowledge the impacts other people in their lives will go don't do that it's okay don't feel bad and and it's important that for yourself you do restore your integrity anyways right and and that you you move past that feeling because what's happening is people are more concerned about your comfort level and whether you could potentially feel bad about this than they are concerned about your life working or your success or your happiness. Right. And, and it's mostly because they're not aware, right? Because they don't see that, that, that you're working towards something bigger, that you don't want to be comfortable. You want to be happier and wealthier and live better relationships and all of that. So I think that's just something that people are going to face when they're out there and they go to restore their integrity with people, with, with normal people out in the world and in the everyday life, they're going to see people say, no, don't worry about it. And it's important that they're prepared for that and that they're like ready to go, Hey, n- no problem. No, I totally get that. And I, I still want to acknowledge that I broke my promise. I'm s- certain that there were impacts such as this, this, and this, and I want you to know that I've put this in place to resolve it. Yeah. And most of the time by the way, you're not doing this for the other person. Although some of the time it, like it does have an impact on the way you're perceived, it does have an impact on on the way that like the other person may build, you know, who you are in their mind. So it will have impacts there, but the main reason that you can do this is you can do this just for yourself in improving yourself and and really becoming better, right? You're not really doing this for all the other people. You're really doing this for yourself. And it happens to have a really nice benefit of making people less angry at you and making their lives a little bit better because they realize, okay, you know, Pat gets it. He made a mistake or he's acknowledging that he broke his word to me. So I just wanted to sort of leave things with that because I think it's so
1: just, it's going to be there. It's going to push back I think that's great, Pat. And and the other thing as well is is that you don't need to use the words that we're saying. You could say, Patrick, I just want to say I'm sorry. I was I I, I, I made a commitment to be here too. It's 2:05. want to apologize. Obviously, you made it. You you've been waiting here. You you know and uh, and maybe you weren't able to use your time as well. And they say, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Well, just if there were any impacts, I just want to own those. And and uh, you know, again, clearly I I need to you know do whatever to 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 put into place that I'm more reliable. People will see that, I believe most people will see that as, wow, that is different. And again, as we've talked about, that's what we want. We want to have fantastic lives as leaders. We want to be different. We want to be somebody who, again, takes what they say and really, again, it matters. Because if our word means something in the world, it means that when we say something, the world changes. And isn't that what leadership's about? Okay? We say something. All of a sudden, people fall in. They want to come do that with us. They, we, we go and change the world together. That's what we're looking to do. That's what this podcast is about. That's what the student works management program is about.
0: Yeah, that's actually like, I never fully thought of it that way. Okay. I never like, like even in yeah. that
1: when just when you said that, yeah.
0: when your word means something in the world,
1: and you say something, the world changes. Absolutely. So that's what we're up to here. So Patrick, thanks so much for for joining me in the middle of December so that we can have this prepared for everybody um, uh, mid-January when we get started up with year three of the leaders of tomorrow. Can't wait. Okay, fantastic. You have yourself an awesome day, Patrick. Cheers. Bye, Chris. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply, and I can't wait to see you on the other side.